Welcome everybody uh, to 1363 and me. Um, this is a podcast from the staff to the people of the Bronx Center for Science and Mathematics. Um, my name is Mr. Palacios and I try to teach students mathematics, specifically Algebra 2 at BCSM. I am Mr. Krishna and I'm a chemistry teacher at BCSM. That's right, y'all. And we are here. Uh, we are checking in for the last time. Um, we wanted to, this is, this is the close the loop episode, the conclusion, so to speak. Um, we had to do this one last time. Uh, it is summer right now. It is official. Yeah. <laughs> it has been summer for a little while for us, but we had to come back and, and hit y'all with one closing episode, um, to say farewell, at least for this school year. Um, yeah. So Chris, how are we feeling today, man? What's going on? I mean, I'm in summer mode right now. I woke up and I got a chance to go for a nice walk. I think it ended up being about a three mile walk. Mm. And uh, yeah, I'm just kind of relaxing right now. Uh, probably we'll get, I had like a pre-breakfast and then I'll probably have like a more formal breakfast in a little bit. Mm. What about you? Yo, I feel that summer mode, man. I feel yeah. that. I definitely feel that. I feel like we've earned it. We definitely deserve it. Um, I definitely respect that and appreciate that, man. We've been in summer for about a week or two. Um, yeah, I'm chilling, man. A lot of family time. I'll drop my kid, my son off at summer camp this morning, like a day camp kind of thing. So did that just been chilling, been doing a lot of reading. Um, I saw, I saw, uh, one of my neighbors or whatever, he works in a charter school and I was outside reading one morning early, like early in the morning. I like to go outside and read while my kids and my family still sleeping. I was outside chilling and he walked by, he was like, yo, man, it must be good to have summers off, you know, cause he's on a contract at a charter school. So he works 12 months. And so he was up six, 7am going to school. I was like, I, I felt, I, I had to hold back. I don't want to laugh at him. I said, the DOE is a lot, but yo, I'm taking my summers, man. Definitely. What does he have to do over the summer? Uh, he's like he's a teacher, but he's also on the tech team. So he's like, you know, doing tech work at the school and different things. But he is an educator. Like, you know, he works at the school and he's like a dean as well. So um, but man, seeing him walk off to the train station, I was like, brother, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm going to stay right here on this bench and continue my, my excellent book, you know. So but yeah. It reminded me how much I even folks that are like doing Hayden and stuff like that. Like, I, I respect that and I appreciate that. Um, but, yo, time time is incredibly valuable to me. You can't pay me enough to work in the summer. You know, time is time, you know, can't get that back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shout out to Hayden. I, I did Hayden in 2017, 18, 19 and 20. Mm -hmm. Hayden is pretty awesome. Uh, not doing it this year. Kind of a, it kind of conflicts with some summer plans. But uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm excited to hear all that, that your son's going off to a summer camp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just a day camp, just a day camp, just chilling, doing yeah. that for a few weeks and then he'll be back. Um, and then we're just going to do a lot of family stuff. So yeah, but, um, yeah, definitely, man. Yeah. Shout out to the Hayden folks. Somebody got to do it, but it's just not yeah. going to be me. <laughs> That's for sure. Somebody <laughs> got to do it. All right. There you go. Uh, but anyways, man, so let's check in, man. So just so everyone knows. This pod, this episode, this uh, concluding episode is, is just really Christian and I just give it a little bit of time to kind of reflect on the podcast. We don't have any guests today. We're just going to sit for a little while and just kind of talk about our experiences with the podcast this year, how it went for us from our perspective, 
what we're taking away from it, things like that. So that's what we're here to do. Um, so, so Chris, I'll open it up to you, man. What are, what are some of the noticing, some of the feeling, some of the effects as the Morningside crew would have, would say from the podcast this year, uh, from guests that we've had from any of the above, what, what are some things that you're, you're thinking about right now as we conclude the podcast? I think it was great to see who people were beyond educators and who they were beyond teachers. I also think that this experience was good in terms of it kind of like really allowed me to align or map out what are the things that I believe in as an educator. Mm. Mm. And I feel like a lot of the, it, it was cool to see how much in common I had with other people. And even in cases where there wasn't something in common, that's the beauty of it. You mm. want to have a lot of diversity of approaches in teaching. So mm. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it is interesting, right? Because when you hear guests, you know, you mentioned how it helped you kind of um, like align your beliefs or kind of like sharpen them. Uh, how, that's how I kind of heard it as well. Kind of like sharpen your beliefs. We have someone like Brennan on or somebody like Brother DeVoe on who, who are bringing fire, bringing heat, even someone like Fletcher who brought like stories from her youth and different things, right? So like a lot of the guests having on here and their stories really uh, allowed me to, to not only get into their, you know, who they are and get to know them, kind of like you said, see them in a different light, but also help me reflect on who I am. Right. And reflect on my own story. We didn't really get into a lot of our own personal stories. It's funny. Miss Kim was like, you know, she was saying throughout the school year that, you know, we should do an episode on you and I like, you know, our, you know, yeah. that never really happened. Uh, it wasn't really the goal, but it was an interesting idea, you know, but certainly like hearing other people's stories certainly helped me reflect and think about like, you know, my own story, you know, outside of the classroom and how it influences what I do with students. So um, for sure, you know, I was thinking like a lot about you mentioned like guests. You know, sometimes I thought a lot about like who we had on, but I also thought a lot about who we didn't have on. Right. Like folks that we just didn't have time and space for. I'm thinking about folks like Murdoch, Mr. Callahan, Ms. Cobb, Butler, Shul, Friedman, like, or, yo, I was even we might have mentioned it at some point this year. Like I was really, really wanting to have a, a member of school safety on the podcast. Like I even approached um, a couple of folks, I won't dime out their names and nothing like that, but I approached a couple of the school safety folks and said, yo, we have this podcast. Would you want to be on it? Um, because they are, uh, they are a presence at our school and they're a part of our community one way or the other, yeah, right. Yeah. They're part of our community. And so, um, I thought that was, a that's the, so, so I guess my point is like, we had a lot of voices present, but we also just for the sake of time and space, didn't have a lot of voices present as well. Like yeah. a really important people in our community weren't on and we couldn't hear them. So I think that's important to take note of. So definitely, definitely. So many people that we wanted to hear from. And if anybody was wondering what the thought process was, Palacios and I were very intentional in selecting guests. And it was very challenging week after or episode after episode trying to figure out we would have like four or five people on our minds and then we'd be like, somehow we have to pick one of these people. Uh, and with only so many uh, episodes to record, it was, it was challenging, but you know, there's definitely more stories that, that are out there. Yeah, definitely, man. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was interesting, man, to, to, and we kind of like full disclosure, we kind of pieced it together as we went. We, you know, we kind of knew, 
who we wanted, but at the same time we didn't like we finished an episode and said, who's next? Like, who do you want to have yeah. on next? So we didn't have really a master plan. We were because we were teaching, doing a lot of things this year. So we were kind of piecing together. We tried, you know, at our best to try to be representative of the staff. Like, I think we got one person from every department, at least. Um, we tried to have a mix of like experience and gender and, you know, a lot of different. We, we just try to rep be representative of the staff. Certainly, I think we could have done a better job, obviously, in some ways. But we tried our best to, to kind of represent everybody. And we really feel like staff, community members that are listening to this, students like really feel that, you know, um they were you know the school was represented in terms of the adult the, the adult population in the building you know the staff members so we tried our best to be mindful of that yes indeed mm -hmm. uh, yeah. i think on a bigger picture scale how would you say this year went for you uh you're talking about outside of the podcast or with the podcast uh yeah i'm saying from the from september 21st to june 25th well i'll, I'll well i'll tie it right into the podcast actually you know because um, because we're kind of reflecting on the podcast. So, you know, for me, like the podcast was actually instrumental. Right. And it was I was really dependent on the podcast this year, um, mainly because the school year was so hard. Like it was particular. I was complaining almost every episode about something. And so it was really stressful. It was really hard. It was really isolating. Um, and uh, it was. Yeah. I mean, like a lot of teachers, you know, and students as well. Like it was just it, it, we were at war this year, you know, and um, you know, for me, what the podcast represented in terms of my year, what it, it, it was, it, it allowed me a space to build community and, and, and have dialogue with folks that I probably wouldn't have otherwise, you know, in a year full of Zoom links and scheduled meetings, um, at least, you know, towards the end of the year, it kind of lightened up a little bit for, but for the majority of the year, if you wanted to talk to someone, you had to have a Zoom link, right? I mean, you had to have you know, a scheduled meeting at 3 p.m. after school or whatever you couldn't. And so this space really allowed me to connect with folks like really. And, and that connection really like I always I left every episode feeling better than when I entered it. And it gave me a sense of community. And it just like it took me away. It took me away from all the stresses, stresses of remote learning, man, for that hour or whatever, 45 minutes. Um, and shout out to 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 Miss Paris for being the first first guest way back in September. Yeah. This was just a dream at that point. So, um, but yeah, man, that that's really what it meant for me in a, in a big way, man. Is just uh, connecting and 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 you know having a little retreat, you know, just connecting, dialoguing with some staff members, man, some colleagues. Yeah. That's How about good. you, man? Uh, I mean, this year was difficult. This year was tough. Um, I, I did feel that the podcast kind of alleviated things a little bit but it was not easy um this year will be i'll remember it as a lot of office hours and things like that but it paid off the office hours paid off i mean uh there was learning that happened there was mm. learning that happened and that that was my hope and uh you know i the other day i actually just had a curiosity i wanted to just see you know because i you know you don't remember off the top of your head what grade you gave somebody for a class right especially mm. when you're doing grades it's like okay i just got to get through this the other day i was just taking a look at some of the final grades i just went on to schedule a pupil path whatever it is uh just took a look at some of the final grades for people and uh there were a few students i was like they did that and mm. that was pretty cool mm. and i was i was i was excited about that mm. um, so it was a difficult year, but it was a year that I, I think I put my, 
this, you know, it was a, I tried to put in as much effort as I could. Yeah. For you, it was all about pride, right? I mean, you said that on multiple cases, especially down the stretch, like, you know, it was pride for you. 100%. You know what I'm saying? You wanted to give everything. You didn't want to leave anything. You know, you wanted to leave everything on the court. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Which I thought was really special, man. And it really inspired me. I never told you, but that really inspired me. Anytime I heard you say that, it was it was just inspiring, inspiring for me, man. So um, and some other stuff that was inspiring. You know, I just I remember, you know, just talking about like now I'm thinking about how the podcast evolved over time. And, you know, I just mentioned how like one of the things that I you know, expected going into the podcast was I wanted to build community amongst the staff. But again, I didn't realize how important it was going to be for me. Right. So that was one thing that I, as the podcast evolved, like I really um, uh, kind of realized, like, but another thing that is I really appreciated you, man, you know, and how it evolved. Like one of the things like we had introduced, how many segments did we introduce over the years? So I know we did the eating and reading was the last one, but then we also did um, the mailbag. Last call. Well, last call for lunch. Did we, did we have that on our first episode? I don't know. Maybe we changed it. Yeah, we did. I think. Oh no, no, no. We had it on the third episode. Okay, got you. Got you. Della wasn't. Uh, Della was our. Or maybe. Yeah, yeah. Third. Maybe episode. we had it, but we didn't have the clip. I don't think we had the clip on the first. Yeah, episode. the clip was not until the third episode. Yeah, yeah. So, the, but the eating and reading segment that came about in like January, February ish. Yeah. That was a nice touch. I think that was a way to kind of bring you and I. And our personalities into the into the podcast, which is really cool. I, I definitely appreciated that. And Chris, I'll say this, man, towards the end, one of the things like first semester, what I really appreciated was, you know, just like my co-host, like how you always brought up food and cooking and things like that. And I thought that was awesome. And I really I think during the uh, the 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 mid-year recap, I even we did a little special with you saying all these things about food. But yeah, I, I will say this towards the end of the year, one of the things that I noticed about you is that you kept surprising me. Like every every episode I would jump on and we would talk and you would say something about something you're learning or something that 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 came to you. I remember one time you this you you mentioned, I think it was uh with Ms. Riley, we were talking about a Google Street View or something like that. And then there was another episode where you did, you mentioned something else, but I just remember you kept surprising me with like what you were learning. And it, I was, it was so refreshing. I think I kind of, you know, was teasing you a little bit during the episodes, but I was like, man, that's so cool. Like he's saying something, he bringing up something that I never would have expected for him to say or bring up. And it was really cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was well, really cool. I mean, I, I like to learn, I guess you could say that. Yeah. Um, but you know, just, talking about appreciation i think one of the things that that i i have a lot of respect for Palacios was just the fact that i think there was a constant theme in in just our conversations i don't know if pushing our guests is the is the right term but i feel like you allowed our guests to feel comfortable sharing things that probably wouldn't be revealed on a given day. Mm. If you're just hanging out by the copy machine, maybe you don't get to hear some of these things. Mm. And I think I really appreciate the fact that, again, is pushing the right term, but you, you kind of nudged our guests into saying a bit more. I think one example of that is like the Miss Carl episode where Miss Clara was really nervous about the episode uh, <laughs> kind of beforehand, but I think you provided her with a really good environment. She was able to tell us so much stuff. 
she was able to tell us about her happenings at the post office. Mm. And that's something I'll always remember from this. Yeah. Yeah. And I think another example would be uh, with, um, with Miss Henriquez, you know, mm. she was also really nervous about, mm-hmm. about the interview, but you know, you really made her feel at home. And I think that's, that's really the point. You made our guests feel at home and that mm. made them comfortable with sharing all this type of stuff. Yeah. I, well, I remember the Clara episode and a few other episodes as well. One of the, just to shout you out, like, I think a key, cause one thing that I realized I wasn't really good at is like telling, I'm not really funny. Like, I don't really like know the jokes and stuff, but you really have a really good way of introducing humor. And I remember during the Clarl episode, you had said a joke or something and we were on Zoom and people couldn't see us. But I remember the minute you said that joke and I can't remember what it was. I remember the, the feeling I had. Of the, I don't remember the exact thing you said, but I remember after you said it, her shoulders kind of like relaxed and the whole rest of the podcast and that happened pretty early like the whole rest of the podcast was smooth sailing so i feel like you kind of kept you know and it was I, many guests even low on how i remember brennan obviously like there was a lot of guests who said they were really nervous when they started but when they finished they felt right at home and they felt comfortable and they didn't feel any pressure or whatever and that was just a, a tip of a cat tip of a cat <laughs> A tip of a cap to, I think, you know, uh, our previous guests as well, because I think, you know, previous guests being on and kind of being vulnerable and then obviously the climate that we've created on a podcast helped as well, um, both of us. So, uh, but yeah, man, that's pretty cool. I appreciate that, man. I yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. You got that humor, man. You got that humor. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. I mean, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, this is supposed to be something fun, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, it's not... It's not a uh, job interview for anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo, go ahead. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, no, go ahead. I was just going to say another thing that, you know, just thinking about the podcast and how it evolved and stuff, like in terms of guests, in terms of us. Another thing I really appreciated about myself and kind of my own learnings and experiences hosting this was the art of conversation. Like, I remember it might have been Long Hops episode. I talked about Celeste Headley in the book um that she wrote and it was like a podcast and homeroom that was showing us something about kind of like the art of conversation and how to reclaim that and really not during the first half of the year but the second semester the second half of the year during the podcast with the guests is when i really started to lean into listening and kind of asking questions and follow-ups based on what the guests were saying to us instead of having a preset list of questions like an agenda or whatever which we did have but we allowed ourselves the flexibility so i really i kind of like leaned into the idea of like you know reclaiming the art of conversation through this podcast and the spoken word too like the spoken word i, I really started to realize the importance of the spoken word and um just kind of like that whole dynamic of the podcast i really appreciate it that's pretty cool to see i mean i think one, one thing that's neat about you is you want to make sure that all your boxes are checked in the sense that you want to make sure that uh, you have your conversational component. But then I noticed you're a big writer too. Mm-hmm. You know, you like to write things down. I noticed, I remember doing that Mr. Tom interview, you were just jotting away, jotting away. Mm-hmm. I know that you're big on, uh, you have your blog yeah, uh, and you're, you're big on journaling. So I think it's really yeah. cool how you want to master the written component of conversation, but you also want to master the spoken component. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one thing. Like, I really appreciate like this year, the spoken word. Like, I, I don't think I appreciated it. That podcast really helped me appreciate 
listening and dialogue and the spoken word. Like that's really a huge component personally of what I've, what I'm taking out of the, and the power behind all of that, you know, what I'm taking out of the podcast. So for sure, man, definitely, you know, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it's super interesting, man. Is like the most downloaded episode. Do you know what's the, what was the most downloaded episode of the year? It's De La Rosa. Isn't it? De La Rosa, man. De La Rosa, for sure. He killed it, man. Yeah. He killed it. You know, like that was a fun episode, man. That was a Definitely. fun episode. Definitely. People just drawn to him. He got some. I remember that, that episode. Just some great stories, man. Just got great stories, you know. For sure. Um, I think Griffin's is up there, too, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. And it's crazy. I think both of those, maybe not Griffin's, but De La Rosa certainly downloaded more than the introduction, more than the first episode. <laughs> the more people listen to that than listen to us introduce what the heck this podcast is. That's the power of Dela right there. That's the power yeah, of Dela. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> For sure, man. Um, cool. So do you want to talk a little bit about what's next? Um, and kind of like talk, let, let, let's kind of pull the, pull, pull the curtain back, Chris, and, and, and kind of answer the big question, something that you and I have kind of talked about behind or off air, if you will, is the future of the podcast. And let's kind of go back and forth with that and how we think, um, this may or may not happen going into next year. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think, excuse me. Mm-hmm. I think I, I would be content either way. I'd be content continuing this. And I would also be content saying, hey, this was just something that we did when we were remote. And it was a, an opportunity to learn about people as we were as we were in this different environment. Yeah, for sure. That, that's the thing. I think when I talk to people, like it was kind of the assumption that it would keep going. Yeah. You know, like when I talked to a couple of staff members, um, and I, I even personally, just as we, I was like, I talked about opening when we opened today, like how many people were not on the podcast and how many more voices and stories need to be told and heard. Um, but yeah, like, you know, I'm always wary of whenever something happens and it, and it's kind of has a little bit of success of, especially in the DOE, this happens a lot, like trying to extrapolate that and apply it to a lot of like a broader sort of, um, you know, just applying it more broadly and kind of making it bigger. And I don't think bigger is always better. Like I'm not a, I don't think if something works out in, in one particular instance that it should be mass marketed and like, and so kind of applying that to the podcast, my initial gut, like early in the year was like, yeah, yeah, this is great. I'm having so much fun. It's, it's been so valuable to me personally. I'm seeing value. You know, there's, we've had alumni on, we've had former students like reaching out to us and yo, you're doing a great job in the podcast. And it's like, but then, you know, as the year wore on, I was like, you know what? I mean, let me just take a step back real quick and just, just make sure like may, like you said, like maybe, um, you know, leaving the podcast as is and ha- treating it as if it was something we did this year is good. Like we don't always need to expand something and, and make it, you know, it was good for this year. And it was an experience that will be memorable. It's certainly a unique professional experience for me. I have never done anything like this before. Um, and it was cool. And, you know, not necessarily assuming that it's going to move forward, you know, appreciating it for what it was. Yeah. I think that's a great you know? point. I think that's yeah. a great point. Uh, neat little thing you brought up there about extrapolating what should be extrapolated. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a rush to do that. Right. Like in society, if something works, oh, let's make it bigger and better. Like, 
No, some things are meant to work in a specific context. And when you do it beyond that, it's not the same, you know, it's not the same. And, you know, I don't know. So a um, couple things I, w- I have speculated, though, I will speculate a little bit about what it could look like. And you kind of fueled, fueled this in me as well when we talk about it off air. Like, what would it look like? Right. And you, you had mentioned like some chat, like some some kind of like new challenges that we could like build into the podcast and make it fresher to bring in some fresh energy. Um, one thing I thought about, and then you could sh- share your idea as well, is like this idea of including folks from Exemius on the podcast. Right. So title of podcast 1363 and me, like, you know, what if it was truly 1363 Fulton? Because that would mean yeah. that folks from Exemius should should have voice. You know, so that's one thing I thought about would make it a kind of interesting challenge for us to bridge that gap and bring in Exemius folks, Exemius staff members and kind of truly make it a 1363 Fulton uh, Avenue, you know, podcast. I, I think that's a great idea. Um, I, I I think it is really important to just have people from all facets of the building as it is. We didn't just have teachers. Right? Yeah. Yep. We had a variety of different people. We had Mr. Tom at the end. Yeah, man. So that was, uh, I'm, I'm definitely game to having people from Xenius. Uh, one thing that I had mentioned again, uh, for our listeners, one thing I, I mentioned to Palacios some time back, about, about a month ago, one possible format for this could be, uh, changing it into something more visual so it becomes a live show. Yeah. So you, you know, maybe we, my room is room 205, maybe room 205 every two weeks or something. We clear up some space, we get some chairs in there, and then it's a show and we have a little bit of a live audience and then people can have live reactions. Mm. The live show. And then every episode gets recorded and yeah. we have some student editors. Yeah. So I think, you know, Palacios, you've said before, that this show worked really well as, as a podcast because we were remote. Well, now going back into the building, we can continue this, but make it something that embraces being together. I don't know. That's yeah. That's what's up, man. That's cool. That, that's like taking it to the next level and right and adapting to circumstances, you know? You don't want um, to extrapolate that which can't be applied. So yeah. adjust it so that it does work. Yeah. That's that's cool, man. One one of the things I also thought, like another idea I had was, and I was actually hoping it might kick off this year. And I was talking to Callahan and a couple of other people, Miss Barker, I think, as well. Like the idea of a student spinoff, right? So like a like how we had a staff centered podcast that kind of put ourselves forward and kind of introduce ourselves, you know, in the classroom, outside the classroom, to everyone in the community, school community. What if the students had a had a very similar, like a sister or brother? podcast or whatever that was very similar in nature where you had a couple of student hosts and they invited students in and they had a similar conversation right and where the students were able to kind of you know talk about who they are and their stories and their narratives um for the school community right and so we would have these parallel podcasts we'd have the staff one and we'd have the student one um that would kind of serve the same purpose purposes but with two different populations right two different demographics if you will in the in the building um i was another idea i had that was really cool that still may happen and i know there was a student podcast but it wasn't um i think it was with we serve had like a sort of different feel to it but i was thinking of one that could literally be similar to what we're doing just literally personal narrative um you know affirmation things like that um but from the student perspective 
Right. So I, I like the idea of the parallel podcasts, and yeah, that definitely has some some neat potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one th- one thing I'll say. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. I see you. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. Oh, I was gonna say one thing. Looking back, that you know, I'm thinking about like you know, looking back at this year, we've talked about what it could be now or what it may not, you know, what it may or may not be. One thing looking back on this year that I, I, that I wonder about, Chris, like, you know, not to critique us, but, you know, we didn't really like self-promote the podcast as much as we, you know, we didn't email yeah. it. We didn't even do it at, I mean, most of the promotion and advocacy that we got for it came from other members of the staff, like Miss Kim, Mr. Luna, right. things like that. So I wonder, you know, could, should we have, could we have done that more? I don't know. I think absolutely. Right. I, I think that was something that was not um, looked at enough on our end. I think we could have gone uh, a bit further with promotional stuff. Granted, part of that was just the environment that we were in. It's a lot easier to talk about the podcast if it's word of mouth in person, but yeah. I don't want to make excuses I still think, you know, we could have probably promoted things more. Uh, you know, there's certainly potential on, I, I wonder whoever's in charge of the school website, there's certainly potential there to have a link for that. There's certainly yeah. potential uh, at the next parent meeting to say, hey, these are some of the things that our staff members are doing, you know, like when the incoming freshmen Mm. joining that meeting like oh this is all the stuff that we're doing at bcsm that includes a staff run podcast yeah yeah that's dope man yeah that's dope i like that i mean i think looking ahead if 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 this were to continue we would have an easier time promoting it by word of mouth something that i think we could have done differently if we wanted to promote it more was probably if we had adjusted sooner to the, the student mailbag stuff, mm. we had done that sooner. I think that would have gotten a little bit more publicity. Yeah. Yeah. Possibility. Yeah. Um, I think another possibility is uh, integrating opportunities with the podcast with students beyond. Uh, so little, little nuggets like, hey, here's an extra credit question. What mm. is... What is uh, Miss Riley's preference? Does she prefer mountains or the beach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, little, yeah. Little teeny questions. Um, yeah. What I is Mr. Rebehe's uh, favorite tree? What's that? What is Mr. Rebehe's favorite tree? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that uh, integrating little bits of trivia into our classes was also would also have been uh, a way we could have promoted it more. Yeah. Cool ideas, man. Cool ideas. I like that. Um, Interesting, man. Interesting. And you know what? I'll be totally transparent, man. I think that another thing, you know, that I think about, like, when when we started this way back in September, like a vision I had, I might even have said it, like, was even the hosting, the hosting um, kind of, you know, role of the podcast, I almost see that and want that to almost be communal amongst the staff. I mean, there's certain, so what I mean by that is like, you know, maybe we would do it for this year and maybe next year would be other staff members that do it. Right. right? Certainly it's a responsibility that not everyone would want to have 
or even if it was by semester or something like that, if, 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 if other folks got the opportunity to kind of like, you know, kind of take on this responsibility and kind of, you know, tweak the show kind of like some of the ways that we said, like, and promote it in different ways. Um, seeing this as like a communal position, like it's not any one person's, you know, elected, you know, pre-selected role, but like if other staff members wanted to come on and kind of take the show on for a year, like I would love that. Like, I think that would be so cool because then you get a whole nother flavor of what it could be. And again, that's not something I don't think whatever would push on someone, but if someone out there is listening and you're interested to possibly take it over, um, I would be, you know, hundred percent open to that and really, you know, be eager to see what could be, you know, made of it um, from another person's perspective. So. Definitely some interesting potential with that. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say, I think a big factor would just be, of course, um, the level of energy on that, you know, the other person's part. I think yeah. it's yeah. important to maintain that same sense of yep. Yep. Uh, commitment to the bit. Yep. Definitely, man. Definitely. Like the, and plus the continuity is important as well. Like you couldn't do obviously do every episode to be different with different people, but like if it was like a six month or a half year or even a year. Um, and I think, you know, to just to kind of shout ourselves, there was certain chemistry that I think we had. We had a lot of conversations before the podcast, like in the previous years, a lot of similar kind of dialogue that we've had, like just in, in classrooms and throughout the building. And so whenever we created this, it was, I feel like it was almost an extension of conversations we were already having, like before the podcast even started. And we talked about that, you know, like we did a lot of these sorts of conversations on our own. And then the podcast was just a formal extension of that. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. There was definitely a lot of initial chemistry there yeah. and that kind of, we were able to sort of build on that a bit. Yeah, for sure, man. I'm so proud of this, man. Um, proud of this, like I said, this professional endeavor, I think it's incredibly unique. Um, I've never seen anything like this sort of project that we that we built this year and we started. And I thought it was crazy. And you probably you know, a lot of people are like, staff pocket like that's crazy, you know, but we did it, man. We, we stuck we it out and we made it all the way to the end. We had some amazing people who really made the podcast possible. Um, I'm so proud of, you know, what we built this year, Krishna. I really, really am, man. I'll never forget this. I'll never forget you for this for this experience as well, man. I, I think, man, this was this was great. It, like you said at the top of the show, it's it was very therapeutic. I think it kind of got us through this year. And Definitely. I'll always remember this. Always yeah, remember. for sure, man. All right, man, let's call it quits for the year. Yeah. Yeah, we are signing out 1363 and me. Final yeah. episode. We're going to leave you all, man. All Peace. right. So long, everyone. Peace.